Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Stoop Radio Show. Whoop, whoop. Thank you very much. TGIM, folks. Thank God. It's Monday. Block Talk Radio welcomes and hosts, rather, the Stoop Radio Show, and we welcome you. I am your host, Jeff the Shark Perini, and with me, as always, the amazing, the incredible, the super co-hostess with the mostest, and the slightly injured... It's Jill Tady. Oh, good evening. <laughs> How are we doing, Jeff? Uh, we're doing great. Um, and, you know, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Jewel is the ultimate trooper. If you can see her right now, she's got this big heating pad on her neck. She's barely able to move her head. <laughs> she's got a blanket on. Poor thing's banged up. But she's here. You know why? Because it's goddamn Super Bowl week. So, of course, we're here. Woo-hoo! Oh, yeah. Super Bowl week here in Philly. Awfully exciting. Uh, the team hopped aboard the airplane last night, got themselves off to Minneapolis uh, for the Super Bowl. They're there. We're here. We're talking about it. We're hyping it up. We're doing a lot of great things here on the Stoop. And, uh, you know, we're just doing that Monday night thing, and we got a very special guest for this Monday night. Uh, we're going out of our realm. Something new here on the Stoop. We're going dance music, dance and club music. A young lady out of Florida billboard charts all over the place with her music. The lovely Miss Kendra Erica will be our guest a little bit later. I'm so excited. I love her music. I've been dancing as I can because I am her. <laughs> I've been <laughs> trying to bob my head. But her music's great. I'm so excited to talk to her. Well, don't try headbanging too much. We'll take a light on you tonight. <laughs> Just a little side-to-side sway. And... Um, Kendra's been uh, posting all over the place. She seems pretty excited for this, and uh, we're excited for it as well. It's going to be a great show. Uh, Wednesday night we were here. We unfortunately had a little uh, mishap with our scheduled guest, Bert Warden. Supposedly, Bert is going to be with us this Thursday night when we do a special episode of The Stoop, which is also going to be apparently our big Super Bowl extravaganza show. Oh, my goodness. I know. Like, if we could actually talk about it more, I don't even think that's possible. We talk about it so much. It can be hard to talk about it more, but we'll give it a shot. It's just so cool. It was cool even watching the videos of the fans watching the the birds take off. And now they're in Minnesota, and they keep bumping into each other in that mall. Did you see that? The Mall of America? Yes, the Eagles Mall of America. This looks pretty awesome. I would love to check out Mall of America sometime. I really, I mean... I've got friends going to the Super Bowl. I'm a little jealous. And, uh, you know, it's give or take. Some people are like, oh, I would never spend that kind of money. And some people are like, you know what? It's my team. It's a once-in-a-lifetime chance to see my team on the biggest stage. So if you're going, God bless you. It is, but you know what? I'd rather be home. Well, a lot of people say that, and we, um, you know, we'll be here. And... um I just went out and bought another nice TV to watch the Super Bowl, and so now I have two nice TVs to watch the Super Bowl one. But I'll tell you what, i got to tell you, you get these TVs for near nothing. Um, 55 inches, um, 4K, all this nonsense, and it was like 400 bucks. Well. Yeah, they're like nothing. Do you remember when they were like four and $5,000 and you couldn't touch a TV like that unless you're like a millionaire? Now they're popping up everywhere. Amazing. Yeah, my sister has the Curve Super HD, whatever it is, and that was a lot of money. That was like $1,000, and I thought that was a little much for a TV, but the picture is 
it's pretty cool. Like no matter where you're sitting in her living room, you yeah. get a clear view. I have one of them as well. I like the curve. I like the. I mean, it's big. It's curved. It, it's all that good stuff. And I really love it. But you know, it's just a TV. Yeah. We're gonna go go big, as they say. So, in honor tonight of our guest, the lovely Kendra Erica, we're gonna do a top five list. We love, love, love the top five lists here on the stoop. We get to learn a little something about each other and our strange habits and no more stranger habit than this one. Top five songs that we love to dance to. Top five songs that get us up out of our seat. Whether you're at a wedding or you're at a, the bar or at the club or your house, you hear the song and you get up out of your seat. And I'll tell you what, Jewel, I'll show you how it's done. I'll go first with my god-awful not going to make anybody dance with me list. And uh, starting out at number five is added up by the violent fence. And you know what? Because that's one of them songs you're at the bar. All the girls get up, you know, and, you know, oh, why can't I get just one screw and all that great stuff. And it's a neat, fun little poppy song. And uh, people like to get up and dance to it. So that is my number five, added up by the violent fence. Uh, number four and this one kind of became kind of a dance classic. I don't know how. Uh, but Shook Me All Night Long by ACDC. And I guess I follow the trend of people that dance to this song because I get up and dance to this song. I like it. Mm-hmm. It makes me move. If you ever see me dance, you realize it's not that great. Uh, number three, this might be a little bit unusual one. It's a song called Harlem, and the band is New Politics. Um, catchy. Uh, groovy. Modern type song. It, it's really good. I like it. It's uh, another one of my dance favorites. That's number three. Number two and number one, I'm going to get a lot of fans on. Number two, Montel Jordan, This Is How We Do It. You know, if if that song comes on and you don't dance, there is a (sighs) mental issue in your head. Who doesn't dance This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan? I mean, again, it's not a great dance, but I do some kind of leg movement and kicks and arms, and it's great. And number one, this is an easy song to dance to, really, because of the style of dance. I like to do it. But everybody dances. And a matter of fact, uh, at my wedding, after we were all introduced and we all got to the center, Jump Around by House of Pain. I mean, let's face it. As soon as, the, you know, as, soon as that music starts, that... And I just start jumping like an animal. And I'm jumping up and down. And I'm running all around. And we did it at my wedding. It was a lot of fun. That is... Um, five songs that I love to dance to and now a female perspective because women dance to just about anything compared to us men Jewel Tatey's top five songs that she likes to dance to yeah that was quite a list and um, do you know exactly what type of place you're in if you play any of those that Jeff just mentioned <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I Talking about old head bars here, people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> retirement homes, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but my top five got, it's more like top ten, but it kind of goes because each song has a certain, you know, music background. So, uh, number five, Foxes, Zed, Clarity. This is just like ultimate Jersey Shore fist pumping song. It reminds me of like an A like heads will roll but oh my god try to me down when one of these songs comes on Jeff looking at me like I have three 
<laughs> I didn't even catch the it's name okay. of the song. It's okay. It's called Clarity. Oh, it's called Clarity. G E D D yes. And um yeah, it's just Jersey Shore house music and that's what I like to listen to in the summertime. Get my name on. Um, number four, any of the remixes like Titanium by Sia, Summertime Sadness, Lana Del Rey, still that like tribe. I just love going out when I'm down the shore and it's just puts me in a trance and a good vibe. So number four. Um, number three, just any reggae. Any reggae will get me up. I love um, like a head tie, or like any any one dance reggae song will will get me out of my seat. <laughs> it's just funny right now because I'm so stiff. <laughs> I want to dance as I'm saying songs, but I just can't. Um, number two, reggae Tim. My newest favorite was Migante by J Balvin, the Beyonce. And I just, it's on at every function that I've been out of the past couple of months. And uh, number one, of course, any Beyonce, Get Bodied, Crazy in Love. You can't send me that one. There's the Beyonce. So be prepared if you go out with me that uh, I will dance if Beyonce comes on. Make sure none of that stuff ever comes home when I'm out. Um, yeah, good list. Good list. Uh, a little more um, style of music than actual songs. I did songs. I did a little more style, which is cool. Um, we'll wrap these up. Uh, my list, number five, added up. Out of violent sense. Number four, Shook Me All Night Long, ACDC. Number three, Harlem by New Politics. Number two, This Is How We Do It by Montel Jordan. And, of course, the number one, Jump Around by House of Pain. Because I do like to jump around. That's what comes up. Um... Jules list, I don't even know what the hell the hell this even is. Um <laughs> Clarity, whatever the hell that is. Uh, any remix. I guess oh any remix. God. Um <laughs> any reggae. Any reggae, which is good. Uh number two, uh, Hanson with Mbop. <laughs> I actually missed your number two. You broke up a little bit, so I missed your number two. Migante. Migante. That's not Hanson. I thought you no. said uh, Mbop by Hanson. Okay. No, no. <laughs> and number one, anything by Beyonce. Now, I, I even do my little, when Single Ladies comes on, I did a little uh-uh-oh part. It embarrasses the <laughs> shit out of my wife. But I like I get that. Uh, uh, I get my little booty shake going on. You should not be on the floor when Single Ladies is playing. How about that? Well, I'll tell you what. For a guy, I've got one one-hundredth <laughs> of a proper booty shake. It's actually not terrible. Oh, my God. I would like to see you and Mike in a dance-off. Oh my God! Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have a couple of beers in me, and uh, anything can be a dance. That's how I roll. Yeah. Why not? Speaking of uh, dancing and music and all that good stuff, last night, the 60th annual Grammy Awards. You know, it may have been the uh, may have dominated the uh, Sunday night TV lineup, but if the preliminary ratings data holds up, broadcast will stand as the Recording Academy's least watched shindig in nine years uh did you watch any of it and uh what do you think makes it better or could make it better um my god watched i would say most of it um i don't know it's a little stale i have to say like besides having like the the greats on the legends um it was like a farewell to elton john i thought that was nice even though miley cyrus came on with them and she sucks, but uh, no, there was some good. Um, I'm parts. sure of that. 
I thought Cassius was good. It was like a women power moment with um, Cindy Lauper. I love Cindy Lauper. Um, there was a little like Bruno Mars winning every single wood. I'm sorry, I love Bruno Mars, but I thought that album I thought it was a very blah album. And I don't know why he took every single word. Uh, Aaliyah that's new artist. I love her. And uh, I like the new artists that come out. Uh, SZA was really good. But uh, I don't know. There were some parts that was kind of blah and bland. And I don't know. Boring. Did you watch it? No, I don't watch award shows. Um, and when you see the ratings, how bad, like, like the worst ratings in nine years, it's mostly because... And this is what these artists and these actors and all this don't understand. They want to go on and be political and all that. Nobody really wants to hear that. I don't want to hear actors and all that be political. I really don't want to hear musicians do it. Not that they don't have a voice and a right, but they got plenty of platform to do that whenever they want. You know, I want you to be there for your music or your acting show. I want to see that on display. I don't want to hear a bunch of uh, negativity and and bickering and people's opinions. Uh, So I know that hurts. And like I said, every year it seems like there's one guy running away with it. Bruno Mars ran away with it. Uh, and of course, there's talk how rap gets no respect and it's all pop and metal doesn't get its due and all that. So for me, the Grammys mean a whole lot of nothing and I just, I don't watch. I'm not an award show guy. Yeah, I like watching. I like watching for like the crazy fashion and stuff too. But um, I don't know. Oh, I have to say something. Every single, like every, every time in my head, there was another woman dressed like an angel. I don't know why. Lady Gaga had angels all over her piano, was dressed like an angel. Lana Del Rey had like a hat on. Um, everyone was like dressed in white. Cardi B had this like angel-ish. I guess white was the color. I mean, with the white roses and times movement. But yeah, I mean, there was a lot of angels. Interesting. Interesting. Even. Uh... <laughs> I mean, it, the competition yesterday, I, you know, and I'm an avid sports fan. I did not watch the Pro Bowl. I watched very little of the NHL All-Star game. I, I watched the Sixers game. That ended poorly. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Not my thing. Grammys are not my thing. The Emmys or the Oscars, none of that are, are my thing. They never will be, really. I get, I get tired of it. And all I'm down Facebook, you pretty much read and tell what's going on anyway. Because my girl so-and-so and my man so-and-so. And they did it and they killed it like every 30 seconds. So. Yeah. Meh. I like the performances. There wasn't like a stand like cash auction. Another year. Another year, another Grammy. Um, we'll, we'll leave the Grammy topic, but stay on music and we will talk some billboard charts. And that is our special guest who's coming up shortly Kendra Erica. And we're uh, going to play some songs. We're definitely going to play one right now. Um, and it is a song called Sublime. This is one of her new ones. Really good. Um, I may have to get up and dance right here in the studio because it's just that good. Uh, about three and a half minutes long. The song is called Sublime. It's tonight's guest, Kendra Erica. We're going to play it here right now on the stoop. So enjoy it. And we'll be back to you shortly. Smoke in the air across the 
right there. Love the great stuff. Sublime is the song. And the artist is the, tonight's guest, Kendra Erica. She'll be with us around 8.30. Good stuff. I'm so excited. I love her music. Me too. I love her music. I like her style. I like her look. Uh, mm-hmm. She's total package. She's got good things going on. I say she's based yeah. in the uh, Florida area. So we're going to talk to her about you know, the scene down there, the club scene, the music scene, all that good stuff down in Florida. Uh, speaking of Florida, this came up, and no disrespect to our lovely Miss Kendra Erica, but uh, Florida has been ranked the worst state in the U.S. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> as it says here in our little quip that Florida is officially the creme de la crappie of all 50 states, ranking dead last on the list of best to worst locations in America. Um Thrillist released a definitive ranking of the states in July with a Go Big or Go Home ranking system based on literally everything. Everything being contributions to America, uh, important well-known people, inventions, food, drink, uh, physical beauty, and landmarks. I can tell you, I think this list stinks. Yeah. And I'm not, I, I don't, yeah, I'm not I kissing, don't understand. I'm not kissing Kendra's book because she's coming on, but I like Florida. I've been there a no. few times. I like it. Yeah, I mean... I think the crime rate's a little high, and, you know, it doesn't have the humidity, but I love Florida. I love Disney. I love Miami. I've never been to the Keys. I love Cocoa Beach. Um, Yeah, I love Florida. And it's like a unique physical beauty. I, I don't know, man. The last couple of times I was in Florida, I've seen the – yeah, I've seen some beauty. Yeah, I like Have it. you I, seen I mean, beaches? <laughs> have I seen much? Are, our beaches are oh, I know. brown. They're it's all nice and clear. Our beaches are awful. Virginia Beach, gorgeous. 
our beach is pure crap. So I'm a confused about that. Yeah. Uh, more. I don't, um, I don't understand, but. More, um, more Super Bowl talk. Uh, so we're going to talk a little Tom Brady. I'm sure many of you, as some of you may have heard the story, uh, Tom Brady Super Bowl week got off to an uncomfortable start Monday morning. Uh, New England Patriots quarterback joined WEEI's Kirk and Callahan radio show for a phone interview. Kind of like we do here on the stoop, Tom Brady. You're welcome to stop all by sometime. Oh, anyway. yeah, come on down. <laughs> <laughs> and he's done, yeah, he's done this, um, you know, for years during the NFL season. Um, this interview didn't last long. After uh, answering a generic question about the Super Bowl, Brady addressed recent comments made by WEEI's Alex Reimer, uh, who called Brady's five-year-old daughter, Vivian Lake Brady, get this, an annoying little pissant. <laughs> an annoying little pissant. And that's something else. And, you know, uh, Brady more or less, you know, said that he's always tried to come on the show. He, you know, he likes being on the show. and But now he said that his future uh, on the show is in doubt because of the radio station. Uh, I'm sure they're going to come crashing hard on Tom to apologize and try to make amends for it. Uh, but honestly, uh, do you think he's wrong here? Um, do I think Brady's wrong? Yeah. Um, well, it's no shocker we don't like Brady. <laughs> right. But you don't talk about someone's kids. And that just steps over the line. And if he could be you, like if the always on a radio show and was like, I didn't know it was weekly. I thought it was every Super Bowl he did that. Um, here, it turns out it was like weekly. He would come on after, after every yeah. Monday. So um, I don't talk about people especially too far. Um, so I do advise with him on that. But, um, you know, do you think they're going to fire the guy? Because I don't think careers could be good. Well, right. And in the grand scheme of things, like I said, we, we do phone interviews. I know we we really dig for guests. And we go through PR people and, and Facebook messaging and all that to try and get guests on the show. And I got to tell you, uh, if we had a guest on the show, and I came out and said something like that. I'm pretty sure many more people that heard it wouldn't want their guests to come on, and the show would fail. Um, to think this guy will keep a job, highly doubtful. Uh, and to think of, like, because nowadays there are tens of thousands of people that blog and do Internet radio and, and radio of all types and all kinds of social media. So that guy's job is easily replaceable, and pretty much he blows a career that probably took him a long time to get to where he was. Over a stupid comment, like I said, this is Tom Brady. You know, like if we got Carson Wentz on the show, and I said, you know, his his mother is a bitch or something like that, and he doesn't come back, I'd pretty much pack it in because I've just ruined a massive opportunity. Yeah, that was just stupid on his part, and uh, he's gonna suffer for it big time. I feel. Yeah, I, I get to feeling you will. Like I said, I understand Brady's displeasure with it, and uh, this will stem. You're not going to hear the end of this, and uh, it's a shame. I mean, I'm we want to beat them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we want to beat them so badly, but I mean, and you'd think people would learn their lesson because the same thing happened around election year with, with Donald Trump. 
and people started making wise ass remarks about his kid. I mean, we're talking about little kids here. There's, there's really no need for it. There's no need to call kids. Um, I think they called his kid like uh, retarded or whatever it was. I don't really remember. And um, you know. okay, you got, yeah. You see, I would call Tom Brady. Man. <laughs> that would, that would be better. Yeah. Well. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> there's all kind of videos going on, and you know, people are saying, "There, Brady, I'm going to bang your wife," and all this kind of nonsense. That. You know, but that again, that's an, an adult that can not so much handle themselves, but an adult that can back it up a little bit. Poor little kid, you know, he really can't do a whole lot of nothing, but just be a kid. So it's kind of a shame. Be nice. Be nice Douchebags. to people. Be nice to <laughs> be children. Nice to Come on now. Be nice to children. Douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it. But, uh, you know, it, it's stupidity. But now, like I said, that'll. That'll cost him. At least it should cost this fella um, probably his job being such an idiot. Uh, IRS news, folks. Tax season starts today. The IRS is uh, officially accepting tax returns today, and it's the last year under the old tax code. The certain refunds won't be available to yeah the old tax form. The old tax. Um, I really don't know. I mean, with Trump's new tax plan, I'm sure next year is going to change uh, the way people get tax returns. And, you know, I haven't had such luck the last couple of years. I've owed this year. I expect maybe to break even. <laughs> Again, oh, well. the car business. Yeah, that's the car business for you. They, you know, everything's always mixed up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – are you an early tax filer or a last-minute person? Oh my God! I am the earliest tax filer. I'm like, yes, give me my refund right away. And this is the first year I have to use the 1099, and I am so scared because one, I haven't got the form for my 1099, and I don't know what's happening. I contacted my employer, um, even though I'm a base contractor, so it's really scary. I might just, you know, chuck up a couple bucks and have someone else do my taxes because. I feel I messed it up. I messed it up one before, and my refund went bye-bye when I needed it. So, um, yeah, I definitely like to like within the first few days that you're allowed to. So, money's helpful. If Why you get not? It. Especially, yeah, especially when you see nice little articles like this that says "Fire your taxes before scammers do it for you." <laughs> oh, terrific. yeah. And how to file your income, income taxes on Bitcoin. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Absolutely. I want to file mine right fresh for the internet to just steal it away. Well, 50 Cent made like millions of dollars on Bitcoin, but maybe <laughs> there's something. <laughs> uh, it was funny. Somebody posted uh, something on Facebook the other day and said, you know, it's not a tax refund. It's just you getting back all the money you've overpaid all year long. I found that kind of humorous. Yeah, seriously. <sighs> Free tax. <laughs> <laughs> tax returns and getting beat up. And, but you know, we're slaves to it. They say the only two things are definite, death and taxes. I'd rather them just take my freaking taxes than me owe money at the end of the year. Because this is just, it's, I don't know. There's so many things that could happen. It's so uncertain. 
Yeah, you get so very excited to get the money back, and then you realize you're not getting money back. Like, I mean, nope. <laughs> in my in my household, we plan for months on end. We're going to do with it, and then, it, you know, but we're in good shape. We're in good shape. Good. No sweat. She gets, she does well. I, I just float. <laughs> right, Mike, I get a kick Mike out of this. to be creative, so I appreciate him for that. <laughs> I get a kick out of the, uh, yeah, it, it's still in the big corporate world. I'm sure women aren't getting their fair shake. And when you look at the financial paychecks between me and her, it's a blowout. <laughs> it's a well, blowout, I tell you. <laughs> she's got a good job. <laughs> and she does. She's got a very good job. And she worked hard for it. Again, like I said, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you know, you earn it, you go get it. Shit, that's the way it's all about. Yeah. I got no problem with that. Uh, we are expecting shortly a call-in from tonight's guest, and I think this is her right here. So let's go to the phone, and let's welcome our very special guest tonight, Miss Kendra. Erica, Kendra, are you with us? I am with you. Let the force awesome. be with you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kendra. Hi. How are you guys tonight? We're great. doing how great. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I, um, I'm just excited to be here. I know, like, we... Uh, we hype it up a lot on social media, but I just want to keep the, the momentum consistent, you know, like the hype consistent, you know, with our with our uh, energy. So I'm just really excited to, to be here or, or to you be here it. to be here connected through phone. Oh, <laughs> oh definitely. Yeah, I mean, a lot of momentum indeed. And I, you know. I kind of stumbled upon you on social media and I started listening to your music. I said, I really liked what I heard and I definitely wanted to have you on. And, you know, you're very receptive. I thank you for that. And again, welcome to the show. Uh, I hear it's rather chilly down here in Florida. Is that true? Well, I mean, there, we do have our versions of a cold front, which is around, you know, 60 at night, 70, but, But I mean, it it has it has gotten gotten down in the in the forties. I mean, during during the holidays, especially New Year's, it was it was pretty it was pretty chilly. But you know, I just I just like that. I I feel like I'm more I'm more alive when it's cooler out and and you know, because down here it gets so it gets so humid, and that makes me more lethargic and more vacation mindset. Well, <laughs> and and. And but the the fact of the matter is is that I have to I have to hustle I gotta I gotta do my thing I can't be weighed down. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely makes sense. Uh, so, so let's talk about the music. Um, you know, right right into it. How did you get started uh, in the dance music scene? Was it something that you had always loved and uh, you just approached it, or something that somebody kind of worked you into, or how did it get started for you? Yeah. Well, I was introduced to uh, my my billboard promoter and 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 this uh and this amazing person called uh, named uh, Jason Dalman and he's been my billboard promoter for the past uh, year or two and I was introduced to him through a team I was working with in New York and at that time I was doing more more like indie electronic more like Lana Del Rey type music which I, I which I which I still do um but and that's that's what I'm I'm working on currently. But I was introduced to him, and and he and he said, yeah, we can we can we can just work together because I heard that that you really want to get into the dance 
seeing in, in that in that arena and I said and I just instantly said said yes and I was just really excited about the opportunity and then I just I flew out to LA and I started working with uh, Damon Sharp who's produced Sublime Under My Skin and Oasis thus far and um, and a ton of other stuff that um, that's coming out on the album and then I just started working with with his wonderful people that he was introducing me to so it, it's just been it's just been awesome and getting to have uh Dave Auday remix Sublime it's it just uh, an opportunity in and of itself so I'm really excited awesome. <laughs> uh, awesome. I'm just I'm just excited about what the future holds <laughs> so absolutely yeah definitely um so you're from in Florida, uh, how much of that influence uh, influences your music? You mentioned Lana Del Rey. I'm a huge fan. I just saw her last week uh, for the second time. Um, does she in have concert? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I saw I saw her when she came down to Florida. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I just love how she doesn't she she doesn't make such a huge deal show wise because she just focuses on the music and she lets the music and the message shine. And that's yeah. what really that's what really overtook me when I saw her. So that was that was incredible. But sorry, continue. <laughs> oh no, I know I fangirl out all the time. Jeff can tell you I'm like huge huge fan. But um yeah, you definitely uh even in your uh the single we just played, um you could sense a little bit of that. And he loves Florida herself, and like the aesthetic is is there like vintagey. Um is that where you got some of your influences? From, yeah, well, from I, your home and, and her. And. Yeah, well, I I mean, Florida is, like I said, it's it's a place where people come to vacation and, and escape, and you can just, and there, and you can just really play around with that cinematic ambient feel, so, and, <laughs> and it's really, and it's really tropical, too, here, so it just creates more of, more of a visual, and for, for those who have recently seen the Versace series on, on FX. I mean, you can just get that essence right off the bat, just watching, uh, you know, just that, that, that cinematic tropical essence and that, and, and just the, the environment. So I really let, let that inspire me. And especially with, when it comes to the DJ scene and, and, and how people and how DJs have used their their form of of lifelong entertainment, and now it's being commended as an art form and really, really transcending as a as a way to to enchant people into into their their world or their experience. I mean that that's another thing that's been an influence. So yeah, just it's been a, a whole bunch of elements just. Uh, piled into what into a uh, a recipe for 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 me as an artist. Right. I like that. Yeah, awesome. it sounds great. We always uh, every time we get guests on, we try to talk about how their hometown influences them, and and it sounds electric. It sounds like you really uh, like there's a piece of Florida within you, and and that's awesome. Um, and what age did you start singing? Like, when did you realize that this could be something huge for you? I started around eight years old, ten years old. Oh wow! But I was, I was, 
I was doing more like like every like every kid starting out in entertainment or whatever they start out start out in community theater. So I was doing a lot of that, and and I actually started with classical first. I was classically trained at a really young age, and that and I'm forever loyal and thankful for that training because it really made me more aware of the the foundations of of you know my craft and and my instrument so uh, I just started out with that and then it grew into me branching out wanting to write my own music uh, because from from age from age like 15 till I want to say 18 I was singing to I was singing a lot of at a lot of restaurants and lounges and local venues and I was doing a lot of covers and at that point I just felt this this inkling or this this instinct just kick in and I said I said I I really want to make my own mark cuz you can only sing so many like so many covers and then you you just want to make your own voice and make your own music and so then I started writing and and write co-writing and writing and uh recording my own my own music with producers out of Miami and then from from each person it led to another person and the building blocks just, just kept building yeah so. and and I saw some of your covers on, on YouTube They're amazing um I I just saw the film of the opera one too can you tell us about just putting that together. Oh, the uh, the Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, <laughs> sorry, it's kind of like cutting in and out a little bit, but oh, um, sorry. but no, we're 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 still we're still going. Uh, but yeah, I it originally the the whole idea was initially around I want to say last, not this past Christmas. But the Christmas before that, I wanted to do somewhat of a deep house because I was really doing the dance thing hard at that at that yeah. point, and and I really wanted to do a deep house rendition of a holiday classic. And mm-hmm. when but when I got to the studio and I started listening to all the holiday music, I was like, I was like, honestly. As much as holiday music makes you feel great and and amazing during that particular time, it can be somewhat cheesy. So and and, and, and it's cheesy and it's and it's sound or whatever. And I just I didn't want to become an you know a, a cheesy artist. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I really just I just really wanted to stay as as real as possible, and and. And so that that just led me to to have this epiphany, you know, it was like something just came to me, and I said, "How about I do?" Because because I can do the song, like I can sing the song. I've been classically trained, and yeah. and, I, and I would be silly not to not to um, show off my my strong suit. And I and so I I said, "How about I do a deep house rendition of Phantom of the Opera?" Because honestly, whenever someone thinks about Phantom of the Opera, I mean, even at the Grammys last night, the Empire State, Mil- the Empire State Building, you just think of New York, and and it's cold, and you just think about that 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 experience of going to going to shows when it's chilly outside, and 
what's the most classic one to warm you up is Phantom of the Opera. So huh? I I really wanted to create that just that universality, if you will, because during just doing a Christmas song I knew I was gonna alienate some of some of the people that practice, you know, other religions or something. So I just really wanted to create a um an an artistic um you know, just a, a unified art, art, artistic uh, appreciation for a great, a great number, and and I just and I did it. So. <laughs> and you, you do it justice. And Phantom of the Opera does remind me of Christmas time, so we'll talk together. And your voice, on top of packing the beat and everything, it just it works so well. So much to you, and thank you. Oh, thanks, <laughs> thanks a lot. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Have we seen them? We've seen some of your songs uh, really climbing hard on the Billboard charts, um, cracking the top ten. That's going to be really exciting and, and rewarding. How does it feel to look on the Billboard charts and know your songs are, are rising You're with some of the biggest names out there? Yeah, it's it's really a, a, an interesting experience. Whenever my song climbs or, or, or whatever, it's I, I'm very – I'm like – I, I'm almost in disbelief because from from a first part of you, from yourself, you're like you you can't believe it. But from an outsider's point of view, I can I can see how it's like how it's like oh my god, and they're and they're just taken aback by it. But I'm just I'm just more of like okay, this is this is my life, you know? Yeah, and, sure. Um, and and also I'm I'm I, I joke with my mom a lot because you know she 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 instilled a, a strong work ethic with me so and we always Great. joke around how how it's it's a curse that we're never satisfied it's like oh it climbed to this number and I'm like no it needs to go up more <laughs> <laughs> if it's not I'm like, one it stinks <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's like but you know. Any, I mean, just to be on on the charts is is obviously a great honor. So I, I take it with with a full bowl of salt. <laughs> yeah. That's all. <laughs> and um, yeah. you also opened for uh, Jason Derulo. Um, how was that whole experience? It was a really a really nice and just just a yeah like it, it went very smoothly. And just um, meeting him was was a really nice experience as well, and because it was for the Boys and Girls Club, and since he's a Boys awesome. and Girls um, alum, um, he's he's from Miami, you know, and growing up in not the not the best you know area and and whatnot, mm-hmm. he you could just tell that he was really appreciative and just um, uh, genuinely genuinely honored to come back and and make a difference himself as a as as a as 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 a success example and 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 towards me he was very just very um ingratiating and 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 also just he has this amazing smile like it's just like (laughs) curly white from ear to ear and and you know he had none of that that yo 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 like I'm a period <laughs> down there like get away from me I'm an icon you know just that that celebrity mentality that's plaguing our nation right now yeah. but um 
but he he was really nice and and my my portion of the of the evening my my show went super well i i just i had a had a great time and what's so funny is it was an out it was sort of like an out of body experience cuz when i got sure. up there and i was performing and then after it was over i was like wait hold on did i actually do that <laughs> <laughs> so i'm like Wait, hold on. Let me just go back up there and do another one just to make sure I did it. You know? <laughs> so, I, I knew it, was, I, it was nice. Yeah. We do it here. Uh, I do it here after every episode. I play it back because we have so many great guests on it, and, and you included. I mean, I'm just excited to be here, and I play it back. And I was like, wow, that really just happened. We really just had this super talented artist on and got to talk about their music and career, and it's great. Um question I had about the club scene and, and dance music, obviously, uh, it's as much about music as it is uh, looks and appeal. Uh, do you work hard on keeping up your physical aspect as well as the music? I mean, how much of that works into your daily routine? Well, I'm naturally really sensitive to, to food in general. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm <laughs> wow. a... <laughs> like, I, I can't eat certain things and, and honestly, just from you know that that stupid stomach flu that was going around. It really yeah. shrunk. It shrunk my stomach even more and made me even more sensitive. So I'm just, you know. But all in all, I I just like to eat things that make me feel feel good, and I like to create a lifestyle that that just goes well with my artistic flow. Because if if you know if I and I can really, I can really tell if I haven't gone to the gym and got my blood moving. It really does affect my creativity throughout huh. the day and night, and and even like certain foods that I eat, you know. So I, I'm just, I'm just uh, grateful, and 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 I just feel feel really fortunate to be one of the chosen ones that's so that's like hypersensitive and hyper aware of of how I work. But I, but I, I genuinely just want to feel good and look healthy. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to um, inflate, you know, my butt or anything just to, <laughs> just to get, just to get Instagram likes or whatever. I'm, I just genuinely like to look and feel as humanly, as humanly, uh, you know, beautiful as. as as possible so and and also and also to feel feel beautiful so i and because that's that's the most important part is when you just when you feel it (laughs) when you feel good about about who you are so and and it's it's definitely a a a process but i'm 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 just uh embracing it that's a a strong message and one that girls today really need to hear, and it's good to hear you say that. And you don't feel the part of getting this or this done because it just, you know, it can go really south way too much. Um, I wanted to ask you what was your take? I saw your post too long ago um, of the Grammys and women in the Grammys and um, the re- the president, sorry, of the Recording Academy. Um, what was your stance on that and the whole thing and and just women in the music industry in general well i mean first of all anybody that's in this industry i i i don't throw any shade and i and i'm naturally not a 
judgmental person at, by any means because because this industry is actually, for lack of a better term, it's effing hard, you know, and it's, yeah. it can take in, and it's a very um, taxing industry for for people. Like so many people have just fallen off, or even sadly they've they've taken their own lives because of it. And right. you know, it's I I always like to just like to promote creativity as much as possible and authenticity because when I when I first fell in love with you know the entertainment industry and being an artist I I just saw I just was watching a lot of a lot of artists just just perform with um with just this this positivity and this and this lightness and just this um this this human uh just this human light, you know, and now it's, a, a lot of it has just been contrived to, to being this, this object that's performing just to, you know, make money or just to gain recognition, and, and like, like I say with, with anything, everybody has always been fascinated and intrigued with, with the, uh, with the whole artifice of celebrity, and, before it was just a, a big pile of, of wood and but I think social media and, and you know Instagram and whatnot has really taken a match and lit that um, to the point right. where there's this huge fire and like no one can can control it but but I I really do when it comes to when it comes to women I I really do want them to find find their their inner strength. And really, and really start creating for themselves, and not being so affected by what what has happened in the past. And 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 trust me, what what Cash has been through, what all these women have said that they've gone through. I mean, it it can leave you know scars, but why why dwell on the scars when you can just move past that and and do something really good for yourself, which then could do something good for, for society. And and just harnessing your, your inner your inner strength and 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 just really, you know, working towards uh, developing your your own message instead of um, instead of piggybacking off of whatever messages trending on Twitter like me too or whatever. So I I just really would would like to see women just empower themselves in their in their minds and and not use their their bodies or their, their faces to to as as ways for for corporations to just try to manipulate the masses with and, and I'm sure once once women start to do that, I, I feel like corporations will look to their minds instead of instead of their faces and their bodies to to not manipulate but to enlighten again. Sure. And I just I just want to I just want to feel more um, just just all all together more more lightness in 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 music and just more and just more uh, faith and um, and and just fluid strides <laughs> happen. Yeah. Makes sense. 
makes makes a lot wow. of sense, really. And, it, and it's very uh, it's very bold words and very strong words. And it's really something everybody should follow. You know, get on it for your mind. Be known for your mind and your creativity. Because there's a lot of creative females out there. We have a lot of them on the show, and we just love what they do. Um, we see that you're back in the studio. Uh, new album coming out. Uh, any kind of touring or shows? What can we expect from you in the very near future? Well, I had a I had an album in mind, but I'm actually I'm actually debating on whether I want to put out an album or keep on putting out singles because <laughs> I mean every everybody today is just so ADD. No one wants to listen to albums anymore. I mean even myself, even myself. Yeah. I'm like I'm like I need to block out a time or a week just to listen to a full album, or yeah. I just need to block out a night. Because life is so fast-paced nowadays, but I either that or doing possibly a, a, a visual album because I feel a lot of a lot of the songs that I'm writing really would 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 feel um, would would just be I feel like the visuals would accompany nicely with the messages that I have. And because just seeing just seeing the more more the visual impact of of what I'm trying to say, what it will will actually you know rattle people more. <laughs> and yeah. Because I'm because I'm all about I'm all about uh, throwing the apple of discord into a room, and not making not like shaking people up and making people feel like uncomfortable, but at the same time like you have to get out of your comfort zone in order to grow. So that's what I'm just trying to to do as far as, you know, impacting people or sticking to my authentic message to to do so. So, um and as far as shows go, I have I have tours that are in in the works right now and I just can't wait for the day to be like this is it and post all the all like all the show dates and and everything. So I'm just be amazing. I'm si- I'm sitting like a like a volcano about to erupt. I'm like I just wanna <laughs> I'm like let it happen. <laughs> you have to make a Philly stop. You have to promise to have come to. up here. <laughs> oh, that that that's a no brainer. <laughs> oh. Awesome. <laughs> so um I mean I noticed like here just in looking at some of your press, um Sublime is number two on the Billboard Dance breakout this week. I mean it, it's incredible. Uh, your stuff is really flying, and you're worth it. You're a very intelligent young lady, great to talk to, lovely, and we are really, really happy that you took time to join us here on The Stoop tonight. Uh, you can find Kendra Erica's music really anywhere in the popular spots, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube. Check her out on Twitter, Kendra Erica, also on Facebook. Definitely get into this music. It's well worth it. We have a couple more songs to play as we let you go, Kendra. Uh, would you like to come back and join us again sometime? I would love to, and and I would, and honestly, and I and I've said this to you, Jeff, before. Like Steve Howie and I, oh my God, it would be, yes. it would be, it would be a recipe for just fun. I love <laughs> that. Lana. We'll, we'll get Lana on here too, and and have oh, you on. Lana, Lana and I will will basically take people on a mind blowing journey. Yes, I <laughs> would, like some, and some, I will uh, be. So, I love it. <laughs> I'm I'm allowed. I tell my 
I tell myself I'm allowed, like, one or two prideful moments a day, and then I'm done. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good. But, you know, I have to, have to light, light the personal fire here and there. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. It's, it's awesome. We'll talk to Steve about it. He's been on a couple of times, and he's very open-minded and just a great time. So, um, Kendra, amazing, better than we had hoped. Thank you so much for coming on the stoop. We will talk to you soon, and good luck with the new stuff. And uh, if you like, we'd like to premiere some of the new stuff as it comes out. So we're here for you. Yes, and follow me. Follow me on on basically everything: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, yeah, <laughs> it was fun. Twitter, I, I Instagram, really, I really Facebook. Great. Well, thank Definitely you so much, Kendra. Definitely fire on Facebook because you say some funny stuff. I like your stuff. <laughs> oh, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a great evening, Kendra. Again, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Talk soon. Bye. Another terrific episode tonight on the stoop. Lovely young lady, Kendra Erica. Uh, takes her time to, to really think out what she's going to say because she's got a lot of good things to say and her whole message of delivery about female and uh, empowerment and music and being known more for your mind than your looks uh it's great stuff she's she's a beautiful young lady and for her to come out and be more worried about how people take her and take her brains and take her talent it's pretty huge what do you think oh my god i I love her, and yeah, she is a tremendous songwriter, and she creates her music, so yeah, but she's basically saying, don't puppet someone, if you want good content, to go out and create it yourself, and she has a voice, she has a cool background, like, this is where she's from, you can tell that, you can hear it in her music, and her influences, and she's just a really laid-back, chill girl, I, I'm I'm really a fan yeah, definitely. As in mind, I like the music, and like I said, I'm I'm never the biggest dance music guy, but you know, you start getting into it, and you learn about the artist, you realize it's genuine and heartfelt and real good stuff. And we're gonna play more of that good stuff right here, right now. We're gonna get to another song here uh, from our guest Kendra Erica. Uh, this song is called Oasis. About three minutes and a little more than three minutes long. Definitely worth a listen. Check her out again. Amazing young lady. You can find her music all over Spotify, Apple Music, uh, YouTube, and just Google her. Kendra, Erica, it's worth checking out. This one is Oasis. We're going to play it now. We'll be back in about three minutes. Enjoy.
Yeah, Oasis. Strong stuff. Tonight's guest, Kendra Erica from Florida. Great stuff. Um, you know, music, music like that reminds me of uh, like the Atlantic City clubs. Yeah. So, so it gets me excited. And I'm not a big club guy, but I love being in AC and the people are dressed up and around clubbing, that kind of music's on, bumping. That's a great time. That's when I go. Oh, my um, goodness. That's when I go more cocktail than beer. Like I like a little like uh, a little vodka and cranberry or something. Like I'm close. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know I got my sport coat on. <laughs> oh yeah, I got my sport coat on. I'm kicking back some cocktails. That kind of music right there, and that does it for me. I love that song. That's that's good. I love both of her songs so far. Um, something kind of new for us. I mean, Sublime number two on the Billboard dance chart. I mean, we got Billboard chart busting artists coming on. Uh, great actors and actresses. We got people blowing it up here on the stoop. And um, as I told her, I kind of accidentally found her on social media and loved it right away. I loved her look, her style, her music. And I'm like, I, I've got to get this young lady on. And she was very receptive. And we're, we're gracious for that. We're very lucky. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to go to Atlantic this weekend, and I will be bumping some Kendra Erica for sure. Yeah. You know, that's the thing, though. You you would like to be able to get a DJ and, like, look, you got to play this stuff. It goes, it's worth it. Oh, yeah, worth be. the We're the best DJs. <laughs> we are the best DJs because we play some goddamn kick-ass music here on the stoop. Right. And, uh, yeah, I've had several friends mention about artists that we've had on um, for looks and for talent. Because, <laughs> you know, we, yeah. do get some, we do get some sexy artists on here. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but they yeah. all are phenomenal. I'm just so glad for each and every one of them for coming on and sharing music because it's worth hearing. Yeah, absolutely. And we've not been disappointed. And, um, you know, like I said, people start to look at the look like that's why they're on. But then you have amazing talents and gracious people like Lilith, um, Sagan. Um, tonight, of course, are Kendra, Brianna James. There's so many of them, like, people just give them a look like, oh, yeah, she's hot. But you know what? Listen to talk, listen to their music, and listen to their creative process, and you realize they're the whole package. Great. We did great tonight. So happy that Kendra took time to be with us tonight here. Uh, a few minutes to go. Well, not a few minutes to go for the end of the show, but a few minutes uh, of time here. So I guess I just want to hit her last song. What do you think? Want to go with the third one? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're giddy. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is Joel's thing, man. As soon as she heard, well, Kendra got on your good side immediately. As soon as she said Lana Del Rey, you must fall off your chair. So we know that's, uh, it's like a that's your bread and butter day. <laughs> exactly. All right. Yes, yeah, like you mentioned a family member. All right. So uh, the last one that we have for you tonight is a song called Under My Skin. Another good beat dance song that's going to remind me of being down in Atlantic City. So now I'm like, I think after the show, I'm going to just drive down Atlantic City. Quit my Let's job go. and just go around now. Let's go. Let's try the 17 hours in Florida. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus. Bring it to a club, <laughs> Kendra, anyone, and sing your songs. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Under My Skin is the uh, final one we have for you this evening. Another about three and a half minutes long. Enjoy this one tonight, again, from our guest, Kendra Erica. Under My Skin on the Stoop Radio Show.
one under my skin it's funny that she said that uh, we talked to her about being in the studio uh new album said she's not really into the album she's into the singles um she had a couple she had an album in 2013 and an ep in 2015 and since then it's been singles but you know it's working so why not yeah and i feel like that's a trend nowadays like more singles are coming out maybe a couple singles will come out and then they'll drop the album but you know what she wants to keep the momentum going, and, and I'm all for it because, as she said, people are short-span, so um, yeah. it could work. We've heard that. I've We've been told that by people about our show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we uh, try to keep you entertained as much as we can. We talk about ridiculous stuff, and we have our guests on. A lot of fun. Definitely, the, the the new music keeps us in, and uh, hopefully you all enjoyed it tonight. Because I think there was three outstanding songs 
a very outstanding artist. She's only 24 years old. She's been around for a while, though, uh, making a lot of hits. And she, uh, wow. she's climbing billboards. Yeah, so God bless her. Good for her. Great stuff. It's yeah. a good interview, as usual. Yeah. Per yes. usual. <laughs> per usual, as they say. So let's touch base on a couple more potential great interviews that are coming here to the Stoop Radio Show. And uh, Wednesday night, we've got um, Wednesday night's my brother Mike's birthday. So happy birthday, Mike. And we got a treat for you, Mike, coming on <laughs> Wednesday the 31st. <laughs> Comedian Brian Six will be here on the Stoop. And yes. love comedians. Yeah, yeah, we good stuff. Comedians are always fun to have on the show, and it, it, it's amazing how quick-witted they are with some of the things they say. I always thought I was quick-witted, but man, some of these guys that come on, they, they just really make us laugh. And we're looking very forward to it. We certainly use some laughs here on the stoop. So that's uh, Wednesday the 31st. Uh, Thursday, February 1st, a special episode of the Stoop Radio Show as we do, in fact, welcome Bart Ward, TV's Robin. Uh, we're supposed to have him Wednesday. Uh, something fell through. But we now now know that Burt Ward will be here uh, first on a stoop. We look very forward to that. Um, going down a little bit more, uh, we got some guests that we're working hard on. We do have a lock-in for February as well, February 15th. Another special Thursday night episode. The amazing Femmes of Rock are going to be here on the stoop. Uh, we're going to talk to at least some, maybe a couple members. These are... Uh, just sexy, talented women that play the violins, uh, all kind of classic rock songs, ACDC, Zeppelin, and lots, lots more. They get on, and they do well away, and it's a great show. Uh, it's coming to Parks Casino in March. I'm definitely trying to get up there to see that. Uh, the Fins of Rock will be on our show the 15th. Uh, one that we just announced that we locked in. Uh, very excited for this one. February 28th, from the band Death Till Death Do Apart, it's Emily Pate. Emily Tate is the lovely daughter of one of my all-time favorite singers and voices, Queensryche's Jeff Tate. Uh, Jeff's been following him a little bit, doing some spot appearances with his daughter Emily. She's going to be here on the to talk about uh, the band, her career, like that, and all that great stuff. That's on the 28th. Um, so we're working. We're working on getting more guests. Uh, spoke to one over the last couple of days, shared some emails. Her name, let's just say, love this woman. And if she's going to be on the stoop, <laughs> I'm going to like die. I'm going to just profess my love for this legendary, wonderful, beautiful woman. But we'll share that after it's officially announced. Don't like to say anything before it's officially announced. Does any jinx it? Am I right? Yes. Yeah, no jinxing <laughs> on the stoop. Yeah. No jinxing allowed. So today is the 29th, the 27th. If you pay attention to our show, it was Miss Jewel Tatey's birthday. Jewel, tell us about your birthday and how things went down and how it feels to be 21 at last and all that good stuff. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Am I, like, feeling my age today? <laughs> I'm hurting so bad. But, um, no, it was great. It was a great birthday. It was a Saturday. Um, it was just a really fun day with man and my daughter and, and we did we did everything for her because it was a beautiful day out here in Philadelphia it was like 60 degrees out so we went to the park we went and got lunch at the nifty 50s they have all it's like an old uh, shake shack if you will yeah. so um so we had a good time I got a fantastic cheesecake for my birthday cake and uh mm. and we'll go we'll go hit a club or something do an adult style 
celebration um, this coming weekend. So thank you to Mike, and, and thank you to everyone. Happy birthday. I love you all. And I'm freaking old, and it's sad. <laughs> With you get old, like Mike. But um, a very happy birthday. We're uh, very excited, very thrilled. Unfortunately, uh, many people heard me sing happy birthday to Jewel last week. I apologize for that. Uh, I was told by a couple people it went really well. I don't know. I'm not a professional singer. That's why I do you this. You are, though. He's a professional. <laughs> yeah, he's something. That's why I do this radio show. So I do is talk and let the singers come out and, and be the talent. But uh, uh, I got to tell you, I mean, again, from my mouth to your ear, from the ears of everybody listening, Jules' daughter belongs in commercials. I mean <laughs> – when you said that right there, the picture of her, she had, she was just like sucking down this milkshake, the sweetest <laughs> little picture ever, and everybody was commenting on Facebook, and Jules was like, yep, yeah, she's the nifty 50s uh, milkshake spokesperson. She should be. Yeah. <laughs> it is the cutest picture ever. I just wanted to go buy a milkshake right then and there, just watch her enjoy Aww. it. Just great. It's gorgeous. She is a cutie. Yeah, and she's got like the personality <laughs> match, and you know. <laughs> no, oh, I have. She, she is much cuter than I was as a little kid. She is just a ham on top of it, so she's great. <laughs> I just put a, you know, I put a little dig in there to Mike. Just on Mike's where he does good work, so I had to give him a little dig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <He's> all time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You guys should be proud. Just an amazing, beautiful young lady, and uh, she's been here on the stoop. We have heard her in the back. Oh, yeah. This is like her calling. She just wants to hop on the radio so much. <laughs> I know. Hello, she, <laughs> she needs to be seen, not hurt. <laughs> well, no, it's okay. Seen and hurt is good. <laughs> and, of course, you know, I, I'm getting the uh, – I'm getting a tap on the shoulder from the missus, you know. Every time we see babies or hear about people having babies, I, of course, get asked about when I'm having a baby and I don't know working on it's just that time it's like when you think something i swear this is how it was because when i wanted a baby and we both were thinking about it it's like i saw babies everywhere and yeah. you like want to get married like weddings are so much in our faces so it's just like whatever it it just draws your attention more to that thing but i swear to god i was either getting a baby or getting a puppy <laughs> when uh <laughs> we wanted her so <sighs> it all happened it all worked out in the end. That's excellent. Yeah. I want uh, puppies. I want to always a puppy. <laughs> I couldn't get another puppy, so I got a kitten. I just showed Jeff a uh, little kitten, Luna. <laughs> She's a furball. Yes, definitely. I love animals. I would have a million of them if I could. You don't like do you? I tell when a person is not a cat person. I'm not you a don't cat like person. cats. I knew it. I knew it. Not that I <laughs> don't like cats. I am so much a dog person. Yeah, I love dogs, but I love cats. I love. So nice here is cats. a uh, mean cat. Yeah, there are mean ones out <laughs> definitely. Um, so here's something, and this is a subject that me and John used to talk about a lot. Um, but I'm going to hit you with it. Uh, in 2019, the Cleveland Indians of uh, Major League Baseball, of course. They're removing the Chief Wahoo logo. So they've had Ooh. this logo, the amazing Chief Wahoo with his big giant smile. I don't know if you can, I can hold it up. I don't know if you're going to see it. Okay, right there. Chief Wahoo. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Kind of like an iconic uh, figure in sports. Um, everybody knows it. But now they're asked to ban it and they're taking it away. 2019, that'll be gone. Uh, he continues going to Washington Redskins about changing theirs. Do you think this is an insult to cultures of people, or is it just just a, a, a team name? Like, What do you think? You know what? My nephew is about to graduate from Nishamini, and their mascot is the Redskins. And they were trying to ban that for, like, a long time. Um, yeah, I am of Native American descent. Like, these are my people. Um, yeah. And I feel like if they're offended, they should be owed that courtesy. Just like anyone who would be offended that has the knowledge of something out in base culture, it should be removed. Um, it's not that hard to change a team name. Um, Nishamini Redskins, now they just simply call them skins, but it's, you know, it's out there. I mean, you have teenage girls and they're dressed in the, you know, traditional Native American garb when they go to the games, they have their little headbands on and everything, trying to be cute. Um, but it is offensive to a lot of Native Americans, so I don't feel that it's too out of the blue to ask for a change. I mean, I know it's been around a long time, but if it was another culture and they got offended, then it would be stopped. So uh, I feel that they should do what's right. What do you think? Okay, makes sense. Like I've always been a guy that was like, hey, you know, it's just a just a symbol it's not trying to point it anyway but i guess you know if a team came out and called themselves like uh, i don't know like the philadelphia dagos i'm like hey what's up with that you know i'm italian yeah. what's that name so i guess you're right you know, like they're not you know they don't have a team called the white guys you know and or, or the black guys and you know i guess not so people take offense to it i guess i like chief wahoo fan of the, the logo but Gonna offend people. You could find something else. Eh, I guess find some of There's plenty of animals and plenty of creative names you can get out there. Yeah. Um, here's a new one. Uh, the Secret Service today has been warning banks about a new cyber attack known as jackpotting. People come up with everything. Jackpotting is a way to sabotage the old style ATM machines, spitting out every single dollar in the ATM machine. Oh my God. Yeah, like, <laughs> first of all, do you ever think you'd be creative enough to come up with this? And second of all, if somebody taught you how to do it, would you dare try this? <sighs> no, I wouldn't try it because I am such a scaredy cat, and I don't know how people <laughs> <laughs> do these things or steal anything because I'd be too scared out of my my mind to do it. Um, Two, I mean... You know, we always had that fantasy, like, oh, what if it just, like, rained dollars on us? Of course it doesn't happen. Um, Yeah, that's crazy. Like, with all the internet hacks and everything today, like, like you just said, the taxes earlier, like, security really needs to be bumped up because people are losing money left and right, and it's not fair. You work all day. You deserve your paycheck, and people are just scammers, and I hate scammers. They're the scum of the earth. Yeah, you know, I, I got to agree there um, because I work hard and I've been beaten. I've been really beaten. I've been lucky because I have a very good financial institution, um, cheap plug for American Heritage uh, Credit Union. <laughs> so they're very much into activities irregular. 
But nothing pisses you off more than to be hacked or attacked or have somebody take your money. I mean, honestly, a hacker would have to look at my money and be like, are you kidding me? I wasted my time getting this check account. <laughs> I mean, I a lot of people... this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I should put money in for him. <laughs> but who knows? I mean, yeah, I agree. I think... To me, that's dirty. I hate it. I would never try it. There's cameras everywhere. Why would you even try trying something like that? But they're out there. I tell you, it's like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> one more, uh, one more topic to hit people with uh, because I saw this one again, and it's kind of neat. What I've been doing lately. We do our regular topics that Jewel goes through all her hard work to get, which we love and we thank her for. But then at the end of the night, you click the little search button on Facebook, and you find these. Some little tidbits like this dandy right here. Our good friends at Volkswagen. Our good friends at Volkswagen are under fire again. They were performing tests on their diesel engine by having monkeys and human beings breathing in our exhausters. What the hell? <laughs> really? Um, this is about as bad as it gets, and it's a shame if you look here at this little picture. They've got this cute little chimp. Oh, look at him. He looks so sad. Like he just breathes in 10,000 gallons of exhaust. It might be Marcel. Uh, Volkswagen for years has always been considered like one of the, not really a fancy name, but a big name in, in the car industry. You know, it's an enthusiast car. I, I've always said it's not the car you look at when you're being practical and saying, oh, I think I'll go get a Volkswagen. It's more like when you're a driving enthusiast and you want a certain machine, you go out and get a Volkswagen. But they have had some horrible luck lately. Uh, turned off? Would you ever even consider their car to invest now? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not a Volkswagen per se, but uh, no, they should be like badly badly punished for that. Yeah, I mean, the repercussions of this for sure are going to be big, and I'm, I'm waiting to hear what happens. Um, That's insane. Yeah, and I feel bad. I mean, it's on humans. I don't really know how much pay is enough pay for me to sit there and have a tailpipe stuck in my face sucking in exhaust fumes. It's like here, the challenge. Yeah. Exactly, and that's just the stupidity of what people do. What the hell are people thinking? Um, well, I, I really don't know. I mean, <laughs> our, our good friends at Volkswagen, uh, they got to do something to pick themselves back up. But you're getting pounded lately with bad news over the last Jeez. couple of the uh, last few years. Farford Nugent, German for we keep screwing up. Yes. <laughs> yes. You learn something new every day here on the stoop radio program. So we're about to bring the Stupid Radio program to an end. I want to give a very big, sincere thank to Jewel Tady. I got to tell you, you can see the look on her face, <laughs> the pain she's thriving in, and, and she doesn't want to be new. She's hurting, but she also has a monster-sized can of Miller High Life. It's kind of her medication. 30, 32 ounces. I mean, look at this, Jeff. It's the size That's of my head. It is bigger than her head. <laughs> 32 ounces. My brother got this for me for my birthday, so. Beautiful. 
Okay. <laughs> I sucked down yep. 32 ounces of uh, I sucked 32 ounces of hop slam sorry, and I got to tell you what, oof, baby. Ooh. Uh, yeah, that, that's severe. Me and the me and the boys got together to talk a little bit about our uh, hopeful future potential brewery, and then we drank a lot of beer and fun was had by all. It's always. Very cool. What's the alcohol percentage in that? Uh, eleven. Two. Yeah, it's good. Uh, pretty lethal. Good. So yeah. it's, it's it's really it really is good stuff. I recommend yeah. to try some, but it's it's Gotta hard to try find, some. So. Yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> so again, I I thank you all for braving it tonight. You are a trooper. You're always a gamer. You always give us 110 percent, and we appreciate it. Uh, a giant thanks again. To our guest tonight, Kendra Eka. In case you're wondering, that's Kendra K E N D R A, Erica E R I K A, Kendra Erica. So, like she said, Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook, Facebook, you, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. Go find her. worth it. She is fantastic. Great artist. We played three of her songs. Like Sublime, Oasis, and My Skin. So if you like what you heard, you know, come back and check out a replay of The Stoop and hear it. Tell your friends about it. Uh, again, don't forget uh, our website, which I've been updating a little bit more, uh, thestoopradio.com. We're uh, slowly but surely getting our website into something better for all you to enjoy. Don't forget Wednesday night right here on The Stoop, Comedian Brian Sticks. Same great time at 8 o'clock with Brian calling us in around 8.30. And Thursday night will be Burt Ward. And lots more great stuff to come. So, for the amazing, the lovely, the wonderful, the incredible co-hostess with the mostest, Jewel Tatey, I'm Jeff the Shark Perini, reminding everybody out there, including you Patriots fans, don't be a <laughs> dude. And be nice to people, even the kids. <laughs> even the kids. Please be nice to the kids. Even Tom Brady's kids. Be nice to kids. Yeah. Animals. Be nice to kids and animals. What's wrong with you people? Oh. Assholes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep throwing that in there. I like it. I like that word. Yeah. Great word. There was a word I used to say uh, real quick. I was talking about a person that was kind of working on my nerves, and I I, I hope I still have this in there. I, I, think, I, I think I erased it. Damn, I did. God damn. Come on. Uh, I, just threw some, I threw out some great curse for him. What was it? You don't remember? Was it a cock helmet? Cock? I forget. Thunder had, something with, had something to do with a cock, but I forget. Thundercock? I'll remember it. Thundercock. <laughs> Thundercock. Yeah. My wife wishes, uh, wishes I was Thundercock. Spit out a bunch of babies. <laughs> oh, Good night. <laughs> Yeah, you have derailed. Now, really, again, thank you, everybody. <laughs> thanks again, Kendra, Erica. Thanks, Jewel, Tady. Thank you, the greater Philadelphia area. And thank you to everybody who listens to the Super Radio Show. We'll see you Wednesday night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>